Welcome to Through the Bible in a Year with Pastor John. We invite you to join us at 1 Oakley Avenue in North Providence, Rhode Island. This podcast is presented to you by The Way Ministries, supported by listeners like you. For donations, live videos, podcasts, and more, please visit www.thewayministriesri.org. Thank you and have a great day. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Through the Bible in a Year with Pastor John. Glad you could join me today to get a portion of God's Word. Today we're going to begin with Day 36, February 5th, Leviticus 16 and 17. The Holiest Day of the Year. Overview. Observing the Great Day of Atonement each year was Israel's most significant act of worship. On that day, the nation gathered to watch expectantly as the high priest entered the most holy place with the blood of atonement to cover the sins of the nation for the previous year. Because blood was the central ingredient in Israel's national and personal forgiveness, God prohibited its use for any purpose except sacrifice to him, for it is the blood given in exchange for a life that makes purification possible. Chapter 17, verse 11. Chapter 16, Atonement by Blood, Life of the Nation. Chapter 17, Abstaining from Blood, Life of the Flesh. Insight, Covered and Protected for Another Year, Leviticus 16, 2-34. The Day of Atonement was the most important day of the year in ancient Israel. Chapter 16, 2-34. On this day, Alone, two special things happened. The high priest entered the most holy place to make atonement for the nation's sins, and a scapegoat symbolically carried off the nation's sins into the wilderness. This ritual was designed to cover the people's sins until Jesus Christ came and died on the cross, making atonement for sins once and for all. Insight no private sacrifice is allowed. Leviticus 17.3-4 The restrictions against private sacrifices outside the tabernacle, chapter 17.3-4, were to prevent the people from drifting into the idolatrous practices of their pagan neighbors. Only properly ordained priests in the proper location, the tabernacle, could offer Israel's sacrifices. Leviticus chapter 16, the day of atonement. The Lord spoke to Moses after the death of Aaron's two sons, who died after they entered the Lord's presence and burned the wrong kind of fire before him. The Lord said to Moses, warn your brother Aaron not to enter the most holy place behind the inner curtain whenever he chooses. If he does, he will die. For the ox cover, the place of atonement, is there, and I myself am present in the cloud above the atonement cover. When Aaron enters the sanctuary area, he must follow these instructions fully. He must bring a young bull for a sin offering and a ram for a burnt offering. He must put on his linen tunic and the linen undergarments worn next to his body. 
He must tie the linen sash around his waist and put the linen turban on his head. These are sacred garments, so he must bathe himself in water before he puts them on. Aaron must take from the community of Israel two male goats for a sin offering and a ram for a burnt offering. Aaron will present his own bull as a sin offering to purify himself and his family, making them right with the Lord. Then he must take the two male goats and present them to the Lord at the entrance of the tabernacle. He is to cast sacred lots to determine which goat will be reserved as an offering to the Lord, and which will carry the sins of the people to the wilderness of Azazel. Aaron will then present as a sin offering the goat chosen by Lot for the Lord. The other goat, the scapegoat, chosen by Lot to be sent away, will be kept alive, standing before the Lord. When it is sent away to Azazel in the wilderness, the people will be purified and made right with the Lord. Aaron will present his own bull as a sin offering to purify himself and his family, making them right with the Lord. After he has slaughtered the bull as a sin offering, he will fill an incense burner with burning coals from the altar that stands before the Lord. Then he will take two handfuls of fragrant powdered incense and will carry the burner and the incense behind the inner curtain. There in the Lord's presence, he will put the incense on the burning coals so that a cloud of incense will rise over the ark's cover, the place of atonement that rests on the ark of the covenant. If he follows these instructions, he will not die. Then he must take some of the blood of the bull, dip his finger in it, and sprinkle it on the east side of the atonement cover. He must sprinkle blood seven times with his finger in front of the atonement cover. Then Aaron must slaughter the first goat as a sin offering for the people and carry its blood behind the inner curtain. There he will sprinkle the goat's blood over the atonement cover and in front of it, just as he did with the bull's blood. Through this process, he will purify the most holy place and he will do the same for the entire tabernacle because of the defiling sin and rebellion of the Israelites. No one else is allowed inside the tabernacle when Aaron enters it for the purification ceremony in the most holy place. No one may enter until he comes out again after purifying himself, his family, and all the congregation of Israel, making them right with the Lord. Then Aaron will come out to purify the altar that stands before the Lord. He will do this by taking some of the blood from the bull and the goat and putting it on each of the horns of the altar. Then he must sprinkle the blood with his finger seven times over the altar. In this way, he will cleanse it from Israel's defilement and make it holy. When Aaron has finished purifying the most holy place and the tabernacle and the altar, he must present the live goat. He will lay both of his hands on the goat's head and confess over it all the wickedness, rebellion, and sins of the people of Israel. In this way, he will transfer the people's sins to the head of the goat. Then a man specially chosen for the task will drive the goat into the wilderness. 
as the goat goes into the wilderness, it will carry all the people's sins upon itself into a desolate land. When Aaron goes back into the tabernacle, he must take off the linen garments he was wearing when he entered the most holy place, and he must leave the garments there. Then he must bathe himself with water in a sacred place, put on his regular garments, and go out to sacrifice a burnt offering for himself and a burnt offering for the people. Through this process, he will purify himself and the people, making them right with the Lord. He must then burn all the fat of the sin offering on the altar, the man chosen to drive the scapegoat into the wilderness of Azazel, must wash his clothes and bathe himself in water, then he may return to the camp. The bull and the goat presented as sin offerings, whose blood Aaron takes into the most holy place for the purification ceremony, will be carried outside the camp. The animal's hides, internal organs, and dung are to be burned. The man who burns them must wash his clothes and bathe himself in water before returning to the camp. On the tenth day of the appointed month in early autumn, you must deny yourselves. Neither native-born Israelites nor foreigners living among you may do any kind of work. This is a permanent law for you. On that day, offerings of purification will be made for you, and you will be purified in the Lord's presence from all your sins. It will be a Sabbath day of complete rest for you and you must deny yourselves. This is a permanent law for you. In future generations, the purification ceremony will be performed by the priest who has been anointed and ordained to serve as high priest in place of his ancestor Aaron. He will put on the holy linen garments and purify the most holy place, the tabernacle, the altar, the priest, and the entire congregation. This is a permanent law for you, to purify the people of Israel from their sins, making them right with the Lord once a year. Moses followed all these instructions exactly as the Lord had commanded him. Leviticus chapter 17 Prohibitions against eating blood Then the Lord said to Moses, Give the following instructions to Aaron and his sons and all the people of Israel. This is what the Lord has commanded. If any native Israelite sacrifices a bull or a lamb or a goat anywhere inside or outside the camp, instead of bringing it to the entrance of the tabernacle to present it as an offering to the Lord, that person will be as guilty as a murderer. Such a person has shed blood and will be cut off from the community. The purpose of this rule is to stop the Israelites from sacrificing animals in the open fields. It will ensure that they bring their sacrifices to the priest at the entrance of the tabernacle so he can present them to the Lord as peace offerings. Then the priest will be able to splatter the blood against the Lord's altar at the entrance of the tabernacle and he will burn the fat as a pleasing aroma to the Lord. The people must no longer be unfaithful to the Lord by offering sacrifices to the goat idols. This is a permanent law for them to be observed from generation to generation. Give them this command as well. If any native Israelite or foreigner living among you 
offers a burnt offering or a sacrifice, but does not bring it to the entrance of the tabernacle to offer it to the Lord, that person will be cut off from the community. And if any native Israelite or foreigner living among you eats or drinks blood in any form, I will turn against that person and cut him off from the community of your people. For the life of the body is in its blood. I have given you the blood on the altar to purify you, making you right with the Lord. It is the blood given in exchange for a life that makes purification possible. That is why I have said to the people of Israel, you must never eat or drink blood. Neither you nor the foreigners living among you. And if any native Israelite or foreigner living among you goes hunting and kills an animal or bird that is approved for eating, he must drain its blood and cover it with earth. The life of every creature is in its blood. That is why I have said to the people of Israel, you must never eat or drink blood, for the life of any creature is in its blood. So whoever consumes blood will be cut off from the community. And if any native-born Israelites or foreigners eat the meat of an animal that died naturally or was torn up by wild animals, they must wash their clothes and bathe themselves in water. They will remain ceremonially unclean until evening, but then they will be clean. But if they do not wash their clothes and bathe themselves, they will be punished for their sin. My Daily Walk have you ever had to live with a gnawing uncertainty, a reoccurring illness, an overdue bill, a threat of legal action? The emotions of facing situations like those are intensely painful. In Old Testament times, the emotions that charged the air on every day of atonement must have been intense. As the high priest cautiously entered the most holy place to make atonement, for the sins of the nation, one question was uppermost in everyone's mind. Would God pass over their sins for another year? The awful reality of the Day of Atonement was this. People were never fully cleansed of their sins. They were only temporarily covered and sent away on the head of a scapegoat. The debt of sin remained unpaid like a promissory note deferred from year to year. Aren't you glad Jesus Christ ended that uncertainty for all time? By his death, the long-standing debt of sin was paid in full, Colossians 2.14. When you pay your bills this month, remind yourself and one other person that Jesus has paid your debt to God in full. The wonder of the cross is not the blood, but whose blood? That's all for today, my friends. Thanks for reading with me. God bless. Have a great day. I will see you tomorrow. Peace.